and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. For I'm feeling so famished. I'm so weak. I'm that protein so deficiency weak. is kicking in big time yeah, for my, me. I don't know about you. No, dude. My protein deficiency is really hitting me right now. Like, ugh, I need to power up somehow. How could we possibly power up? What's this? What is this? Some sort of... Oh my god, what is this? Plant protein plant power bar? Interesting. Cherry almond fudge. Cocoa PB crunch. <laughs> 20 grams of protein. Well, why don't we try these out, huh? These might work. They just may do the trick. Wow, 100% natural, no sugar alcohols, no added flavors, no preservatives, vegan, wow. non-GMO, gluten-free. Ooh. Organic superfoods that pack antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals. <laughs> wow, plant power bars. Let's give it a shot. All right. You know what? Let's we got two flavors here. Let's Should we start with the uh, let's start with the cherry almond fudge. Let's start with the cherry almond All fudge. All right. Wow. Okay. So it looks like a power, traditional power bar, a little right, thicker. like the thick low consistency. Thick. Yeah, low key thick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds good. It does have a good scent. Mm. <laughs> mm, I, I'm taking a bite right now. Oh, actually, it's good. Actually, that is good. Yeah, like the consistency is a little thick. <laughs> like it's very dense, but. Flavor-wise, Flavor wise, it's not bad. Hmm. Okay. That's okay. pretty good. Actually. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I like it. Yeah. And you know what? I don't like real power bars. Yeah. But this either. does not have that vibe at all. Well, yeah. The outside... Well, power bars are like... They have all the, like the sketchy like protein isolates and like, right. whey, whereas this is more like quinoa and you know stuff like that. Yeah, I like it. Mm. It's organic. The protein in it is organic rice protein or organic pea protein. Yeah. No soy. Mmm. A slight crunch. It's... Mmm. This is good. I like that almond crunch in there. It's good. It's not just one consistency. There's there's several different textures. Yeah. Very multifaceted. Mmm. Okay. Wow. That was actually better than I was expecting, I'm not going to lie. No, for Because, like, I, heard, I saw cherry almond fudge and, like, that consistency. I was like, uh-oh, this could go south. But, I no, had, this is good. I have very low expectations. I'm very, very pleased with this bar. Yeah. Wow, okay, let's try the other plant protein bar. Cocoa PB Crunch. This is the Cocoa uh-huh. PB Crunch, which I feel like I could get down with. I feel like that. I'm just definitely more excited for this flavor than the cherry almond. Okay, hold on. Chewing. Okay, I like it. Mm. Not this. This is what I imagined it would taste like, though. Right. You know what I mean? Not what are you gonna say? Like not as sweet. Not as sweet as I thought, which I like, but it's you know it's sweet. Mm. But there's not a strong peanut butter flavor necessarily. Where is there? There kind of is. I think. Maybe because I, I think it's more so a peanut butter flavor than a cocoa flavor. Oh, see, I think it's more of a cocoa flavor. Really? 
fight me. Interesting. <laughs> now that I'm proed it up, I'm ready to take on the day. Oh my god, I'm feeling like a lot of energy right now. Wow, I feel like I just lift things. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should maybe do the intro over it, like with a little more energy. Yeah, you think so? No. <laughs> no, yeah, I think we should do it. All right. I'm just feeling really energized from this new plant power, plant power bar. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, shout out to Planet Protein for sending us these free samples. Um, Yo, it's good, protein. actually. It's, like, better than most of the uh, vegan protein bars I think I've tried. Really. And you know what? It is wholesome. Yeah. It doesn't feel processed. It doesn't right. feel artificial because it's not. It doesn't feel all isolated and weird. It's really good. Yeah, and it feels like food. It you know what like I mean? Food. Like, it doesn't feel like... You're just, like, shoving some chemical bar in you. Like, let me just read the ingredients real quick. Yeah. Because I know people are going to want to hear this. For the PB Crunch is organic brown rice syrup, plant protein blend of organic rice protein, pea protein. There's organic dates, organic peanut butter, but sneeze. <coughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Um, when you sneeze and saying something, it means it's true. <laughs> uh, organic dates, organic peanut butter. Non-GMO prebiotic corn fiber, pea protein crisp, pea protein and it has pea protein and tapioca starch in that crisp, dark chocolate chips, unsweetened chocolate, cane sugar, organic peanuts, organic cocoa or cacao, organic quinoa crisps, organic coconut oil. So that's what you're dealing with, completely natural ingredients. Yeah, Again, that was good. Vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free, no sugar apples, no no xylitols or erythritols or bullshit like that. No preservatives or added flavors. Or it's actually pretty good. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Beow. to Real Vegan All right, fresh and proteined up. Oh my god, I feel good. And let's get down to it. We got a very special episode, <laughs> as shown by the fact that we have our first product review that we just did. Yeah, and uh, I was impressed. Actually, I really did enjoy it. That was good. That I'm was impressed. that was uh, that exceeded my expectations. To be honest, here was my fear: we were gonna try it live on air, <laughs> not like it, and be fucked. Right, and no, it was good. And plant protein would have been fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're amazing. Yeah, no, that was good. I would buy that. I would buy them. I would take this if I wanted a protein bar. I would take this over any other vegan protein bar that I've had. Yeah, I, I no, yeah, I think that's a fair. Because it, because it's food enough, it tastes foody enough, right? And it's be great for like when you're on the go. All right, all right. So all right, and good. let's uh, get down to sorry about that. What our main topic of today's episode is going to be? We're going to do another film review episode today. We're going to talk about the BBC mockumentary Carnage, mm-hmm. um, and this one's about. It's a mockumentary that takes place in the year 2067, and the premise is kind of that the entire world has gone vegan at this point, and it's almost like it talked about in hushed tones, like, that we even used to eat animal products and treat them the way that we currently do. Right. The whole tone of the movie felt like it was like people were could not comprehend the thought of eating meat or somebody, you know, eating the food of of another animal or... It was just shocking to, to the generation in this movie. Of, you know, yeah. you just you people ate meat. They right. really did that. Like that's how you know the whole planet had changed. And they had like a funny bit about that, where it was like the older uh, generation would like go to meetings and mm-hmm. like quietly they'd like 
pass around a ball or something where they, you know, right. like makes them feel safe and they would be like, Parmesan. <laughs> I, I used to eat Parmesan. Like, you know, like joking that, around. That was like, funny, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty funny movie, but it's one of those mockumentaries where, like, sometimes it can be too subtle and you're like, what's, like, right. the real part and what's the joke part? Some of the jokes just, I think, plain old didn't hit. Yeah, you no, I, mean? I definitely agree. It's definitely... Like it's I, like that European humor, which you know, not not to, no offense to anyone else, it's just different than what we're used to. So it's a very different, you know, culturally. The other that thing, kind of comedy. The other thing is like they kind of like, which is like they tried to act like everything that happened was like some sensation, right? Like, you know, you know, I can't really describe it that well, but it's like, and then this happened, and it took the whole world by storm. It's like, well, I guess it would have to though. Like, if the whole world right. did go vegan, it would have to be kind of a crazy. But it just seemed like every situation in that movie kept taking the world by storm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but you're right. It. Was, I, I thought it, overall it was funny, and funny enough, and like entertaining enough. Um, and it's fun. It was fun to like imagine what a world would be like. Yeah, and I think they did nail some of the parts where I was like, yeah, this is what I imagine it'd be uh, in the future. Particularly towards the end, they like. They have a museum where it's oh, people that go to, like, you know, what used to be a farm or a factory farm or whatever. And, like, I remember especially they cut to a scene of, like, a wall of all the, the like, ear tags that they mm-hmm. put on the animals. And I was like, wow. Like, that like really felt. like a Holocaust felt, museum. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that was, like, felt really powerful in how it would be. I don't think it'll happen 50 years from now, like no, this movie says. but 200. Yeah. Which sucks, but right. but yeah, no, it was really interesting. Like they would just stare at the tag and be like, "Wow, how?" Like you know, it was crazy. And if you really, it was cool because you you got to sort of use your own imagination and start to think for yourself. You know, are we headed in that direction? What would it be like if we were? And and a lot of the things that they said were actually not too far. A lot of things were truthful. <laughs> what they said, uh, you know, is happened in our, you know, like because they would say what happened in the history, what right? Led up it, to not eating meat anymore as a society, but a lot of it was true. Yeah, and well, they started in like the '40s, and then kind of did like a nice little recap of how like the meat and dairy industries and all that changed throughout the decades, which I like that part a lot. Mm. Um, and then they get to like 2017, and then that's when you know they have to kind of make up what happens, right? And I thought it was interesting when they were talking about, like, how in the 80s and 90s, like, the factory farms and, like, fast food was what was booming and was, like, you know, advertising chicken fingers as, like, this cute Mm -hmm. little thing for kids to eat. Or having a Babe the Pig, which the movie is, like, he escapes from the farm. And then they have, like, a Babe the Pig toy and a McDonald's, like, Happy Meal. And it's like, well, that's kind of weird. Like, (laughs) Yeah, Babe was a pig who... Was a sheep a good sheep herder, so it didn't have to die. Yeah, <clears throat> but actually, it's really interesting because, like, you know, I wonder if we are headed that way as a society. Because being a vegan for a while, when I, when they were describing like the way they were pretending to act, like it was just like so crazy that they were killing animals. It, I already think that way, and I think most vegans do. But it's just like I kind of think we will be in that direction one day, where people really will be like. That was insane that we were right. killing these innocent creatures and then eating them. I think I truly, part of me truly believes that eventually people will see it in a holocaustic way. 
And we will become that peaceful. I don't know. It could be possible. I think it's possible. I don't think it'll happen in 50 years, though. I don't think it will happen in our lifetime. Yeah, I think we'll be dead by the time it happens. But I do expect a if good amount of progress. I wonder what it'll be like if we live to be, like, 90, 100. Yeah, I mean, it's, I definitely think it's been gaining more and more steam over the past few years, and I think it will continue with a slow growth. But I think in this movie there's, like, a few instances where, like, an extreme growth kind of happens. And I don't, right. I don't know if I foresee that happening. I think it might just be a slow shift. Right. I, overall, I think it was a fun mockumentary that kept me entertained. But some, a lot of the jokes I thought didn't hit. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm used to mockumentaries that are, like, actually funny. Um, like that one on IFC? I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh, I forget. It's with, like, Andy Samberg and, like... Uh... Oh, see, I wasn't that into that one. Oh, really? The tennis one? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good. I did like that. No, yeah. I'm talking about more like Best in Show or like... Oh, fuck, that's a know, really good one, yeah. Who, who, that, who that guy is? What's his name? Uh, no, the American Pie guy. <laughs> no, yeah, he's in it a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, those kind of... Waiting for Guffman, those type of mockumentaries, I think are hilarious. But this one was, you know, maybe it's because I'm not British. Right. Um, <laughs> but no, I thought it was overall... I mean, how many pack... Uh, how many bags of popcorn do you give it? Oh, <laughs> that's a good question. I think I will give it seven and a half oh, okay. cups of quinoa oh. out of ten. Puffed quinoa? <laughs> um, yes. Oh, okay, he's going to puff it. <laughs> Puffins, perhaps? Um, I'm going to give it... It's out of ten, right? It's out of it's your uh, rating system. Wait, well, you just did seven, so that means I did seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, but you okay. could do like whatever you want. I thought five was the max, but oh wow! No, I'm saying like that's where my limit would be. Movie style rating, like five stars. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would okay. If we're gonna go one to ten, I would give it a. Yeah, I'll give it seven bags of popcorn. Okay, and you, are you going to sprinkle nooch on that, or are you... I'm going to give it seven bags of popcorn with a drizzle of sriracha. Oh, now, <laughs> won't the sriracha get all over your hands when you're eating it, or is, is it like a, some sort of popcorn that you eat with a I'm going to say it will get over my hands because the movie was a little bit messy. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Interesting. Well, what I did enjoy about this movie was that it did make you think yes, that's what the, the future would look like. No, it was um, fun. It was a fun movie, and I, yeah. I I would recommend it. Yes, definitely. Would I would I say be forewarned that some of the jokes don't hit? Yeah, but it wasn't necessary for these jokes to hit necessarily. Because right. It was just sort of a fun movie to, to like you just said to get you to think. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what this life could be like if we weren't all holocaustic freaks. <laughs> I mean, that's what it really makes you. I, here's what it's good for. I think is that it does. It makes it clear it's classic satire where they're, you know, they make you think, you know, uh, they basically make fun of the 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 latter by, they make fun of the people in power by yeah. acting like they're also into that. Does that, did that make sense? <laughs> Not particularly. Uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're acting as if, oh, I don't know what I meant. I'm just, I have so much energy. For so this. much protein, I don't even, know, <laughs> don't even know what to do with myself. Um, what I'm well, trying to say is it, it, it gets you to think, and it's a good satire, that some of the jokes don't hit, but it's not necessary for them to, because it gets you to think. Right. And yeah. so it starts off as, like, 
they're like kids that are like probably our age or younger. Right. And they uh, they're meeting up on Troy King Jones Day or whatever in 2067. Oh, right. So he was like, he was one of the prominent like vegan activists, I guess that happens in the future. Which I don't. He, like he was basically supposed to be like the Martin Luther King of animal rights, oh, somewhat. King. Yeah. Right. Which I don't know if there's gonna be a singular like one person figure that'll be like that there in this movement. Be. I don't think there will. I think it'll be more of a joint effort in a community. It's it's veganism is so personal, which it it's not really. It shouldn't be, but the switch over is personal because it's what you're putting in your body. So. It's, I, I don't think there'll be leaders of, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think there'll be leaders in the sense that, like, there'll be people that, like, plan protests and help mobilize right. and get everyone out on the streets and speaking. But I'm not sure that there'll be, like, huge icons like that. Right, right. But, yeah, so they're meeting up on that day, the young kids, and they, like... I actually thought it was kind of funny. They have, like... They do, like, a virtual reality thing where it takes them, like into the past, which is the present for us now, and they're, like, in a restaurant that's serving chicken, and they're, like, oh, oh, and they, like, freak out, and they're, like, having panic attacks about, like... like vomiting. Right, and like, about having chicken. Yeah. That was pretty funny and well done. Well, because it really makes you think that, right, like, this is disgusting. Right. We are eating a disgusting, rotted, like... Exactly, and it just became bird. a cultural norm that... So now people don't even think about it. They're like, yeah, we're eating a bird. Like, and that was one of the things they said. They're like, how could you, you eat a bird? It's right. like, yeah, but we've been eating it for so long that it just became a normal thing to fucking eat a bird or a pig or a cow. When you, yeah, when you really sit down and try to remove your social conditioning just for a second, it's just like... It's like, wait a minute, why would I like, ever do whoa, this? Whoa, wait a second. These are the... Whoa, whoa. It is really weird. Right. And that's what it. What so I like about you, this... people think like that. Right. That's what I liked about it is because it happens in the future, it's so far removed from how we think now. And that's why I like that it doesn't get hung up in the cultural norms and it doesn't be like, oh, well, we've always eaten meat. You know, like that's why right. it shows us in the future and be like, how the fuck? Why were we eating meat? This is so silly. Um, yeah. So then, then they, they do like different breakthroughs and different uh, like periods of time in the future that are morphing more towards veganism. I thought the era of confusion was kind of, like, important, because I do think that'll happen. Cause, so what happens is there's a part in the movie where, okay, everyone's like, yes, we should go vegan because environmental reasons and, you know, ethical reasons. But they're still like, I don't know what the fuck to eat. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They, they don't know how to go vegan. And so I think it's... Is, it, Underscored like how important it is to educate everyone mm-hmm. on nutrition and how to eat properly and how to mm. eat without animal products, right? Which I think is key. Absolutely, yeah. Which is which is what we actually said we we didn't like about the last movie we watched, where they didn't right. give enough tips about how to yeah, achieve what the health, yeah, yeah. So I liked that they discussed okay, even if we get all the animal eaters on our side. It's about we have to educate them on, you know, what they can eat and, you know, what's good for them and how they can go to vegan easier. Right. And that'll convert more people than just yelling at them not to eat, you know. Right, exactly. And that's what I, I always confuses me today about people who claim they're environmentalists who still eat meat. Right. I'm so, like, yeah, I, mean, I just, write, really I just write you off immediately. I, I, <laughs> I, hate to, I hate to say it, but I write you off immediately because it's it takes a quick Google search to figure out what's, you know, 
does transportation or animal agriculture cause more greenhouse gases? And right. it's, it's not it's not hard to figure that out. So it's like, you know, come on. Or like just the amount of water it takes to oh, make right. a burger is like one month of it, shower. Yeah, one month of just running your shower constantly. It's like that's, just, that's so absurd hamburger. for and, one burger. Which 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 is like oh, it's funny when you see. Leonardo DiCaprio uh, at fucking Salt Bay's restaurant eating. Oh yeah, that was steak. controversial. What's the story? Does anyone? I feel like that was not yeah, super over. It wasn't, like, it wasn't it reported wasn't at all. Yeah, it was just low key on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so what happened was is he fucking went to Dubai and went to Salt Bay's. I'm doing the fucking salt thing right now. Yeah, with the power power bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, he went to Salt Bay's restaurant, had the famous Ottoman steak. Did he actually have the steak, or was he just there with friends? There's you know? a picture of him at the restaurant, and according to the owner of the restaurant, he stayed three hours at the restaurant. Oh, wow. And the entire time he was in Dubai was raving about the restaurant, how delicious it was. Interesting. That's yeah, because I rumor. thought he was a vegan. That's the rumor. Okay. And no, he's not a vegan. He, he, well, because he was, like, one of the main celebrities that was, like, funding Cowspiracy and all that shit. Right, so he feels that he can just fund those kind of things and just and make tell it look people like what he's to a good do, guy. but he doesn't have to. He thinks he's exempt from having to do it himself. Yeah, there's a lot of celebrities that are like that, like Bill Maher, the like HBO guy. Yeah, like he will always talk about animal rights and shit like that, but he's like not even vegetarian. I'm like, okay, right, because he's exempt. Right, you know, exactly. Because because he does his part by getting the message out there. Right, exactly. Fuck it's like you. no, you're still not doing enough. It's like practice what you preach. Unless you do it, don't tell me to do it. Right. Freaking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was interesting. Um, what, were, what else was interesting? And they also, like, went through, like, all the different, like, cultural shifts. Like, there was, like, a famous musical that was about veganism. And it was, like, it kind of seemed like it was supposed <laughs> to be, like, the Hamilton type, right, like, that kind right. of thing. But it was, like, a cow, like, crying and, you know, like, talking about, like, don't rape me and right. take my kids and milk. And that was pretty interesting. And then there was um, there was like a famous interview back to the Troy King Jones, who's supposed to be like the central activist. Um, what I liked this was a good interview. He says we're not vegan; they're carnists. Mm-hmm. Like we're normal for not wanting to kill the animals. Wait, like- we're not vegan; they're carnists. They're the ones that are the like weird thing that should be ostracized by society. Not. Like, being vegan shouldn't be the weird thing. That should be the norm. And the carnists should be what's, nor- what's like, crazy. Mm, which funny. I like. Which, I mean, it, again, it'll be... This happens in the future when it, it's gained a lot more momentum and it's becoming more accepted. But I do like that, and I do think that's, like, a key. Like, it needs to get to that point where carnists are now considered, like, right. the weird ones before, you know, right. a total takeover can really happen. And then no, even then, they have, yeah. like, people fighting back, like... uh they show, like, people that are live-streaming on the internet that are like, what, what are you, vegan? You know, like, that was funny, right. I thought, because you, you've definitely seen, like, you can see, there's a lot of, like, unhinged, like, people on both sides of, like, the political stuff. On, you'll see them on YouTube, like, make just, like, crazy yelling videos, and it reminded me of that. Uh, you know, he's just, like, he was hilarious, actually. I thought they did that really well done. The live-streaming guy that would just, like, yell about how eating meat is what you're supposed to do. And how it's like, it's just what men do. And I'm just like, all right. Right. But it was something I could totally, I thought they nailed that. Like, I think I could totally see that in the future. Right. You know, 
I, I really like that actually. We're not a vegan. You're carnivore yeah. because it's like this. Even saying this is still controversial and it shouldn't be. But human beings were truly never meant to be meat eaters. It's not our physiology. We're just not meat eaters. So we're not anyway. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, we're not vegans. We're just eating the human the human diet that was designed for us. Right. I mean, everyone at least will concede that, like, we don't have to anymore. You know what I mean? Like, right. even if you were to believe that, like, our ancestors had to, like, you know, in well, the if, Ice if Age or whatever. And, right. You know, and that's your only option. Right. But when you don't have food and you've been walking and traveling all day looking for right. food. Yeah. But why do fruits and vegetables not cause heart disease? Right. Why do they, why do they not only do they not cause health issues. They're filled they with antioxidants and stop And them. reverse yeah. them and prevent them. Right. Yet when you eat meat, it's not a neutral substance either. That actually makes you... Sick and it clogs your arteries. It gives you high cholesterol, so that it makes you sick. But fruits and vegetables actually make you healthier, right? So, does that tell people anything? It's like maybe we weren't meant to eat something that's actually <laughs> making us sicker when we eat fruits and vegetables, and it makes us healthier. But what about my canines, Joseph? It's like <laughs> <laughs> that's all, that's that's all like, I ever. Right, like, but your canines. It was like okay. Well, if you want to like. Fucking pick apart raw meat and then just like right. chow down on it. You know, be it's my like, fucking okay, guest. Use those canines to bite through the fur of a deer. Right. And, <laughs> exactly. And then rip it off and not even be disgusted by that fur anyway. <laughs> not you actually would love that. And, right. And then rip through that and then eat the raw meat underneath it without vomiting. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Like, Try you, those canines. When you see a deer or something, do you, like, lick your lips and be like, oh, fuck yeah. Right. Like, no, you don't. Also, look at a real carnivore. They can fucking catch a deer. Right. <laughs> I can't really do that. <laughs> <laughs> Although I can now with my brand new Planet Protein Cocoa Poopy Crunch Bar. <laughs> <laughs> From Planet Protein. <laughs> I kind of like doing ads. Yeah. <laughs> I can only sell something I believe in. And yeah, I believe no, I believe that I, was I good. I believe in this product. No, because we were both pretty nervous. Yeah, find them. By the way, you can find them at uh, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram at Planet Protein. Yeah. And planetprotein.net. And it looks like his website's a little bit under construction, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I think it's – I don't know if he's actually like – Or her. I don't cons- yeah. Is it a guy or a girl? I, I think know. it's the – his name is Brendan, okay. I think. So okay. Brendan or Brandon, one of those. Um, so, yeah, I think it's uh, – they're, they're kind of just starting. They're about to like launch maybe. And oh, yeah, they're coming worldwide. soon, by the way. They're not even available. Yeah, yet. I don't even think – like this was like a Look, it says, prototype. It says um, – in the back, it says. Grab the pamphlet here. Coming early soon. 2017. So I don't know. We're in April now, but yeah, it says launching soon. So All right. Anyway, we digress. So that was a very exclusive product that we got, and we're very thankful. Yeah, we get to try and you down. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe you should start your own vegan podcast, <laughs> but don't unless you want to have us on. But don't be our competitors, please. Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, no, the movie was was it was good, and then I oh another breakthrough. That happens in the future is they made like a device mm. that you put on the animal's head and it like reads their minds kind of and it says them out loud and that was apparently like that was like oh, the last straw the that yeah. would change the game right that changed the game more than anything because then they'd be like stop my babies you know my my milk and you know don't kill me you psycho right. you know like so that yeah, that was a huge moment yeah I think if someone actually invented that I think that would be pretty much game over for the majority of the population. Actually, you know, my mom actually just sent me a video of a cow, like, jumping for joy all over this field and just, like, acting like a dog. Yeah, that's what they do. And, like, <laughs> this lady was just hysterically laughing. So, like, my mom's getting the picture. But 
the point is, like, yeah, cows are... And I've actually hung out with cows. And if you look in a cow's eyes, too, that's also a game changer. But anyway, the point is, um, yeah, these animals are just... Right, well, because they're voiceless. So that's why, like, uh, creating the thing that reads minds and makes them speak English was just such a huge game changer. Actually, you know what I need to address? And this is is controversial. And the movie addressed this. They said, is it smart to buy a cat... And then, and then to, to to survive to have one cat survive, you know, you kill a hundred fish. Right. That's interesting to me, and I know that, you know, I love cats. I don't have one right now, but I used to foster them. My dad has a cat. Um, well, I think the thing I know with, people who make vegan cats. Yeah. Make their cat vegan. Well, it's definitely more difficult to be a vegan cat than like a vegan human because right. they are like supposed to be hunters and carnivores. They are. But it's weird because we've domesticated them so much, but then, so now we make them rely on us for food when they're supposed to be hunters. So it's very, it's interesting. I'll be honest, I have two cats and they do eat fish. Now I'm sorry I had to bring that up. So, I mean, and I know that's controversial and I know, but I think for for the wellness of the cats, I lean towards giving them milk. I mean, not milk. milk. What the fuck? <laughs> no, not milk. Not I milk. Like, what? That was no. <laughs> They're lactose intolerant. Yeah. Wait. Also, what is with the cartoons? Because in the cartoons, cats Wait. are supposed to love milk, but they actually fucking hate them and will get horrible diarrhea. <laughs> um, but not milk. I meant to say fish. <laughs> I was um, like, I was like, what? Milk. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird as fuck. Uh, but yeah, no, I do feed uh, my cats fish personally, and I know that's very controversial depending on who you ask. Right. Well, also, the other thing is, like, those are shelter cats, and they would have been killed or just locked in the cage. Right, exactly. So it's like there's, there's both, a lot of aspects. Yeah, they're rescues, both of them, so. Yeah, you didn't buy them. Like, right. Um, and one of, one of them's, like, kind of retarded. <laughs> but, like, actually, like, I don't mean that in an offensive way. Like, she actually has a neurological problem, but, uh... <laughs> uh so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> so she really can't hunt for herself. <laughs> so she really needs uh, to be fed. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry to bring that up, but um, yeah, no. The movie just brought that. The movie said that, and it made me think. I was like, hmm. It's like I was thinking a little bit about that, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I've, I, I've I done do the research. I want to get a cat. Right. Well, the, I've done the research, and it is pretty hard <laughs> to uh, raise a vegan cat in terms of, like, the food that's available to them. They have special ones, but apparently they're, like, not as good for cats, and, like, mm-hmm. the cats just fucking hate it mm-hmm. flavor-wise. So, I, know I don't one. know. I knew one person who had, Actually, um, we should interview them. They're... They're raw vegans, and they've been raw vegans for, like, oh, yeah. over a decade or more. Like, maybe oh, wow. 20 so. years, like, long-term raw vegans. And I went to, like, one of their seminars once um, in California, and there we could totally... I, like... They like my stuff on Instagram, so I could totally... Oh, yeah. And then we can... Te- we, can we should definitely have them on. totally interview them. But they have a vegan cat, is my point. Okay. And what they, do they do? Do you know, like, the specifics of... I don't know, but they, I think they try to replicate its, like, the omega-3... And shit like right, that. and amino acids right. or whatever, yeah. I think they actually just feed it plant protein bars. <laughs> <laughs> plant protein. Um, where were we? Um, I, I, we, we digressed with this whole cat thing that I... Right. Well, well the movie's good, though. Saved. The movie... <laughs> <laughs> right, that could be a whole other episode is pets. Right. And, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so no, the movie was good. I, I, I think it's just a nice little watch. Yeah, it's definitely like. What do you think for non vegans? Actually, I think it would be. I think it's more important for non vegans to see it than for vegans, as weird as that may sound. I actually agree, because even as though vegans, we're going to critique it more, maybe. Right. Maybe not, I don't know. Right. Well, I mean, I, it's still very good, and I do enjoy, like, when they're showing the future. Right. Uh, like, it's good to think about, I think. What do you think? Hmm. I'm trying to think. I, I could see how omnivores or non-vegans could be turned off by some of the weird, like, eccentric jokes. Mm-hmm. And they might, like, it makes vegans seem weird. a lot of it is weird. making fun of... Right, well, that's actually good, though, because, like, a lot of it's making oh, yeah, fun good. of vegans, which, I like, most of the population, like, Are tends those. to partake in. But it does it in a way that may not be obvious that they're making fun of vegans and may <clears> just, like, make vegans seem weird <laughs> as hell and scare off the average viewer. <coughs> right. Excuse me. Yeah, right? <laughs> swallowed Too much protein? <laughs> <laughs> not enough. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I recommend that movie. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Well, what do you think they got wrong? Okay. Like, what do you think takes place in the future? So we already talked about, like, I don't think there'll be one big, central, iconic activist figure. What else do you think that they, they got wrong that they Good show question. in the future that you don't think will occur? Other uh, than the timeline, because we both said it probably will be longer than 50 years. I thought it was interesting how they showed such an extreme level of guilt. Like, you know, the people who used to eat meat were feeling so... I, I think the people will be dead who ever ate meat. Right, by yeah. Then. Oh, definitely. Like, I don't think there'll be an existing population. Well, the, I'm, I'm, there'll probably always be meat eaters, to be honest. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think the world will go 100% in general, so... Right. They're always, they're always going to be your... But I rural. think high 90s right. would no, be totally. po- is possible totally in, like, possible. 100 or 200 years. I think, I think that they got wrong is, like, you know... And it was more for the comedic effect, but... You know, there's these people who are, like, extremely guilty, like, almost like they committed the crimes themselves, which they do. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, yeah, I don't think that'll happen, because I'm not like that anymore. Like, I remember... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm not... I don't walk around with shame or guilt. That I used to, yeah. Right. It's just, I don't know. So I don't know if that would happen either. Maybe they're just feeling so much peer pressure from the rest of society. Thinking right, so well, because they... Like, I'm just gonna, You know, I don't feel that guilty. Right, they do frame, the, like, the therapy sessions as, like a safe space kind of like hidden away type you know like we feel like we can't say that in public public. right Right, exactly but it's like I don't think it will be that nor should it be that you know like right it should just be like we evolved and learned and made a more conscious decision (laughs) you know right like yeah I don't because I don't think people will feel that much shame because most vegans I know are not feeling that much. It's like, you know, we didn't know any better. Right. You know? These these people are acting as if they knew it was wrong when they did it. Right, and that's the thing. If (laughs) if you don't know it's wrong... And, I mean, I'm sure there are some people that do think it's wrong but just can't help themselves. Well, that was me for a while, but I'm still not, like... Because, like, I was... Food is so interesting. It's like I was mentally addicted. Like, I was just like, oh, I just want that fucking hamburger. Right. I don't give a fuck. It's like... (laughs) You know what I mean? So you just eat it. But it's like... Yeah. I knew it was wrong at some point, but was still eating meat. Like, I, I wasn't one of those vegans who was like, nope, I'm done. Right. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I hear you, but 
There's a cheeseburger right, over there. Right, but do you <laughs> this Reuben right here? Right, I hear you, but... Um, I'm going to let you finish, but... Yeah, like, <laughs> I guess I just did see this. Yes, you're right, and it's wrong, but hold on a second. I was that person right. for a while, so... But I don't know. Well, I think, like, most of the population is. They're like, yeah, no, I get you. I just could never give up cheese. <laughs> right, I'm like, so. all right, well, you could, I promise. <laughs> it's like, it probably do you pretty well. All right. Because milk does not do a body good. <laughs> Apparently, it does your cat pretty good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what else? I think um, I think there'll be like lab-grown meat oh, at some point, yeah. which they didn't. Which is already kind of happening. Yeah, like that's already like becoming like more and more possible every day. So I think that'll be a huge watershed <laughs> moment, which was not touched on at all in this uh, mockumentary. But, yeah, I think, like, once scientists, like, can pretty much create something with, like, the same nutritional properties but, like, a little healthier. Should we talk and about And the same, like, meat? flavor and stuff like that. I think when that's invented, I think that'll be huge for winning over omnivores and carnists. Right, because with lab-grown meat, you could theoretically, like, you know, pre-program, like, in a certain level of fat content. Right, and, you can like, do literally anything. Which is you can like customize your your meal right. basically. How do you feel about? I mean, is that another episode? Yeah, I think that might be another episode. Yeah. I would have to do more research on it as well. I think, but yeah, I think, I think that right off the bat, real quick, would you eat it? Uh, it depends. What's like? It's not it's straight up lab grown meat. Yeah, then definitely. <laughs> I don't. Well, it's not animals. Well, they have to get the the cells from an animal, right? Well, that's like the moral gray area, I guess. Right? <laughs> is that they would have to like probably experiment on live animals to create it, which is what they're doing. But if you think it's long term, you know what I mean. Like, right. if you experiment on a few animals, but from a health standpoint, would you eat it? Because it's clearly not <coughs> healthy. It would depend how healthy they can make it, I guess. Well, it's still, you know, bad because it's cholesterol and fat and it's meat. Clogs yeah. your arteries, but I might try it. But I might at this point. It would be I, weird though, because even point, the Beyond I might Burger not be mentally be able to do it, right? Because yeah, even the Beyond Burger is like so close to the real thing that I'm just like, can it like you can get a little uncomfortable. Here's what's gross about lab grown meat is that if you just leave it out, it will still rot and like, right? It's still. It's still tissue of a, of a living animal. It's like you're eating tissue. But right. Like, I don't, I don't, and it's still gross. I mean, yeah, I don't think I would, like, immediately transfer <laughs> to lab-grown meat all the time. But I do think it would win over a lot of people. <coughs> right. You know. Right. I mean, actually, it, it might be more uh, economically feasible to do lab-grown at some point. Oh, yeah. Having all that, you know. And environmentally, for sure. That. Yeah. It might be cheaper for companies to do lab-grown meat at some point. It might be like GMO where they're like, we're not going to tell you where they passed law, laws where they don't have to tell you. Right. Lab That's true. Out, yeah. Which could be cool because, it, I mean. Yeah, but then I could never. Eat I don't want to. Right. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I don't like when they don't tell us shit. Right. Oh, shit. OK, we're good. Um, yeah. Well, how about that? <coughs> I'm trying to think what else they uh, nailed or like missed in the future. I'm trying to remember, but I'm kind of blanking out a little bit. Well, I like how they kind of talked about, like, the environmental effects. Like, there were, like, a shitload of flooding, floods going on. And then that's, like, what shifted a lot of things. Because there are people, like, when Cowspiracy came out, there were, like, a lot of people that just identify as environmentalists that don't even care about animal rights or health or anything that made the switch just because of the environment. So, yeah, I think as, 
you know, if the environment worsens and worsens to like a severe degree, I think that more people will switch for that reason. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I mean, environment. Actually, you know what I think. Of, what do you think is the most realistic way that people will go vegan? Environmental, like reasons. Yeah. Um, I still think animal rights is. I think that's the number one reason people I are. I think it's health, and then. Well, there's been like yeah, there's been a big swell recently about health, about how it's just healthier because there's been more and more studies coming out and. You know, stuff like that. I'm almost kind of making this up, but I, sometimes I kind of feel like animal rights is the last thing people think about. Mm, I don't know. It depends on the person. I think it's yeah. very, I, like, I think they're, personal, yeah. yeah, I think there's people who do it for a combo of all three. There's people who do it for just one reason. There's, you know, there's lots right. of different reasons, I think. Right. And lots of different people that are doing it for different reasons. Because I know there's people that don't give a shit about health. Right. And you know they just eat that whatever cheap, yeah, whatever cheap imitation and whatever, you know, like demos, like we talked about in our oh, last episode, you know, and all those all those shitty foods. Like there's people who just eat that normally, and they're like, you know, there's vegan junk food people that I had a seitan bon me yesterday. Oh really? She was with me. <laughs> it was so good. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I think. Um, no, yeah, I mean the the movie's pretty good. And I think the future that it imagines is not super inaccurate, but I think there's definitely holes in the way it is shown. The way it's going to go down. Yeah. Also, what were those? They had, like, little, like, things on their faces, like, little, like... Yeah, they never explained that. They were, like, little, like, computers. I don't know if they were implanted or just resting on their head. At some point in the future, they all had, like, glasses... And then after that, I think those whatever the glasses were, they yeah I don't know what they had that like was a little about. piece of like you know like a little it was like little, a little metal thing right like yeah. a little thing that like a little computer thing. yeah I don't know what that was about they there never was, they never, never explain it which I kind of like because it's supposed to be a documentary right. in twenty sixty seven they wouldn't explain that right, right exactly it would be like well everyone just has this you know right it's, it's whatever it is their form of smartphone at that point right that's what I'm thinking yeah I hope it's not implanted into their head yeah that would be weird. I would never get something implanted plant, into my head. Yeah, but like if it was just on the side like that, but it was removable, like at night or something, right? That I would do that. Maybe it's like an uh, like a adhesive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be like just as bad. <laughs> you just rip the shit out of your skin every night. Right. <laughs> Some like special like nano and maybe nano suction. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that would work. Actually, that'd be sick. Nano suction. Breathable nanosuction. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that that was uh, the movie. Anything yeah, else? That was the movie. Um, so what? You're giving it a? I'm giving it a. I'm giving it a seven with a drizzle of sriracha. Okay, because, yeah. Because it uh, spiced up my life a little bit. Yeah, I'll give it a yeah seven, seven point five out of ten. I'd say. Puffed. <laughs> of puffed quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I mean, okay. So here's what we have in store for the future. We're sort of we're sort of lining up right now some interviews and some new show ideas, um, book a book review, yeah, and and then <clears throat> even an interview with the the person that uh, annotated and revised this book that we're talking we're going to be talking about. Um, so yeah, we have a we have a lot of cool things coming up. 
And yeah, again, thanks again to uh, Planet Protein for these oh, samples. Yeah, and Planet Protein. Yeah, definitely looking forward to uh, a wider launch um, so I could buy it in store somewhere. Now, these are the two flavors that, that he's coming out with, right? Uh, yeah, any more than that? Cocoa, PB Crunch, and then what's yours? Cherry this is fudge. The cherry almond fudge. Cherry almond fudge. And if you want me to read their, their what they said in the back, it says, Here at Planet Protein, we want you to feel great and perform better. So we created the Planet Excuse me. The plant power bar. <laughs> Finally, a nutritious high protein bar without the artificial taste from chemical ingredients. Yeah, that's what I enjoyed most yes, about it. Right? Ugh. Your body deserves <laughs> natural food derived <laughs> from plants without the fake stuff. Very true. Our mission is to make quality protein convenient for you while you're staying true to the planet and true to yourself. Yeah. It doesn't say that, but it does say true to the planet. <laughs> and being true to the planet is being true to yourself because we're not living on the planet. We're living, we're living with, it. with it. Yeah. And destroying the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and Yeah, and destroying ourselves. And absolutely time. ruining it. Well, that's what's so funny is that because we're not living on it and we feel like we are, it's like we're living with it. So whatever we destroy, we end up destroying it like, ourselves. Right. Too. Like we have to live with the consequences of that. Right. It's like, um. So like wait, be better. What? <laughs> it's like, we. Right, it's like, there's, there, is anything sacred anymore? Nope. No, it's like... Dollars. They, it's like when they freaking started putting, uh, bombarding me with, you know, who, like on Instagram, with only the big accounts get shown. Right. It's like, come on, man. Twitter started doing that, too. I was, come on, eh? Come yeah. on. <laughs> or showing ads. Yeah. You're, you're probably saying, well, you guys are showing ads. Yeah, but... This we, is we, not an ad, and we are not compensated. We just... No. We're sent free samples, so we're oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, we'll review it. <laughs> yeah, the only compensation we got was sent it, and then... It was two bars. Here's the thing. This was a risky thing for Planet Protein, because we we gave it a review live on air. Right, it and it was true, yeah. I mean, shit. Now I feel like we're sounding too defensive. Right, but but yeah, no, maybe. but, like, no, I actually did enjoy these bars. And, again, movie was good but not great. Right. I'll be honest with you. I don't really hit protein bars often. I but don't. I do. They're good for traveling, I find, because sometimes you can't yeah, find, true. like, a good enough protein source or, you know, at a restaurant if or, you're ordering or, just size. Or a source of calories. Right. By the way, did we say how much protein's in here? You did, right? 20 grams. Yeah, 20 grams. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, should we uh, wrap it out? Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Remember to smash that like button. Smash. <laughs> or subscribe. Yeah, smash that subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the actual button. Smash that subscribe button. platform. Right. <laughs> smash that subscribe button. Smash that play button on BBC's Carnage. Yeah, and stay and, tuned uh, for more. Stay tuned for more, and thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. <laughs>